Ooh, happy Friday, ladies and gents. I'm excited. I'm motivated. Ooh. I had a 5 a.m. Well, actually, 6 a.m. conversation with my guest today. We're just going to keep oh, the nice. going. So here we go. Shut up, Shut up and sit down. down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Time to turn up the heat. Turn it up. Here we go. All right, all you. Business pros out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review. Help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in the podcast rankings. We will sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz slash podcast guest. To schedule your time slot, and don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, we're so excited and so honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Our guest today is a champion for transparency and truth. Transparency for its ability to turn darkness into light, and truth for promising to be the first thing we see once we are within that very light. Our guest has an incredible story to share, one of overcoming all too familiar childhood traumas, but his journey has led him to adopt a road to legacy mindset, a mindset which demands a constant reinventing of oneself and above all points to a message of self-love. If you are struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or lack of confidence in any way, tune in today to hear from this motivational speaker and recording artist extraordinaire. Joining us today, out of the great state of Illinois, welcome to the show, Lauren Michaels Harris. That's oh, how you do it. All right, Lauren, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. How'd you like that intro? James, you, you need to quit playing, James. You need to quit playing. Seriously. <laughs> James, I, I free. James, was, James had me going like this. You know? <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. You know, you, you, you did a good job of uh, writing up your intro all over the internet. All I did was put it together in one little place. That's all. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, Lauren. This morning, I had the honor and privilege of being on your show. Uh, you know, it's 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 amazing what kind of show you put together. First of all, ladies and gents, for those of you in the podcast space and and putting together shows, we do a show that's thirty minutes long. You do a show that's an hour long, and it's got energy all the way through. Uh, a little bit of background. I mean, this first time you've been on stage. This is not the first time you're talking, but you've put this show together. Help our audience know a little bit about how you got here. Oh, sure. Well, good thing about the truth. You don't got to remember what it is. It always (laughs) is. It's not going to change. But I asked, I got up one morning uh, five years ago and, you know, I mean, I woke up, I was in a great mood. The sun was shining. I had a great schedule that day. Life was good. And then I stubbed my pinky toe on the corner of the bed. Mm. Ew. 
it was one of those good ones too, where you just swear you're gonna look in the toe still back there. That's how it was. So I'm hopping around the bedroom all the way downstairs cussing. I look up, it's almost 40 minutes later. I'm still inside that experience. And I just stood in front of this very space, but it was across the room and um, this desk rather. And I, you know, I said, God, I had on my bathrobe and I, I get up like at four in the morning cause I was going to the gym and then I'd have to get all my stuff done, you know? And then I was, I was just trying to find something between when I woke up and the rest of the world woke up mm -hmm. to keep my trajectory of my purpose on track. Because I realized that toe stub thing was one of a string. I was like, it dawned on me. Uh, why am, why is this always happening in this same sector of time of space? And, and then I started looking at the kind of days I would have after something like that happened. And I said, I got to change this. So I asked what is greater than myself. I said, look, I need something that's going to keep me. I need to start this thing as soon as possible. Not just getting up, not just me listening to a podcast or some Les Brown tapes or something like that or whatever it is that's getting me grounded, but actually pouring out, mm. pouring in, but pouring out just as early. I knew I needed that. So that's what I asked. And I said, but I can't um, do anything because I don't have a light ring. I don't have a microphone. I don't have a stand for my phone. I don't have any of the things I see people out there doing this sort of thing with. And I heard that voice that's guided me forever. And I do mean forever. I don't mean just this lifetime. I'm saying forever. But listen, listen you could have easily have stopped there, right? I mean, this is not the first time you've overcome an obstacle. A light yeah. ring? Really? Like, uh, uh, no. Uh, right. Your phone? Really? Like, there's no, a lot of right. things that can stop you, but you didn't let that get in your way. No. Don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something. That's right. Now I see why you had to. I get it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Okay, I'm okay. School me then. School me. So anyway, you're absolutely right. Um, but I'm in there and I'm just like because I hear I am getting the download. Open open up your phone, go live. It was only Facebook then. And so I was like, but I don't have this, I don't have that. So go, why do you always, Lauren, why do you always immediately turn to what you don't have? Mm -hmm. Or you look at what you do have. And I was like, but Oh, okay, I have. So what do you have? I have a robe on. I have a cup of coffee in my I Love Lucy cup, and I have my phone. Well, why don't you open up Facebook, go live, and call it bathrobe moments? That was five years ago, and then last year, uh, Allure Magazine named us uh, one of the top. Um, what was it? One of four live streams to watch. Not top. One of four live streams to watch in 2020. And then the E360 opportunity came along. And, you know, I still, it's just amazing to me every day. I mean, especially when those memories on Facebook come up. And it's like one of the first, one of the bathroom moments. And I'm, I used to walk outside in my driveway doing it, holding it. And people would say, stop walking. <laughs> moving too much. Yeah, you're moving too much. Then, or why do you have us looking up your nose? All the things you see in the progressive commercials today about Zoom calls and how unmute yourself. That was me. I, that was me. And but you know what? The most beautiful part about it all is, is you know, I get it now. You know, if you're if you've ever been a, a Christian or a believer, if you even read the Bible, this is a great book, great story. Because at a minimum, it is that trust. So oh, that's the bell of purpose, y'all. That means there ain't no change in that one industry. <laughs> so. Um, you know, 
Oh man, it's just it. When I go back, see, I I I time travel. When somebody asks me something like that, that's why I love being on my show. I get to steer it. But when you throw something in there that takes me back, well, let's is- go let's go a little bit further back, right? So mm. now you have a successful podcast, and now it's doing you're doing great things. Mm. But you didn't you didn't grow up with everything handed to you. Right, you had to go through some hurdles in life. You had to go through some major obstacles in life. What what kind of stuff had did you go through before you even had the opportunity to put that bathrobe on, to have that cell phone in your hand, to ha- even start building that audience? First of all, I don't believe that there are major or minor anything. They're all they all serve a purpose. They're all it's, it's me. I have to be the one in the, in the middle of the number line. Not things, not not one or the other. I have to be there because it's always going to come down to me choosing either this way or that way because there's only two choices. There's only two: the one you make and the one you don't make. Mm-hmm. He ain't lying. That's right. I ain't. You got that right. <laughs> I like that. It was good. So, <laughs> so you know, um, I was in the foster system. Um, I had 22 mothers that um, blew through over those years. Um, including my original, my Eve, my, my birth mother, who I found at age 32. And basically, in a nutshell, the Reader's Digest thing is because we've all got it. So I'm saying, you know, my, what I went through, what I mean, there is no one or the other. Um, because it feels like it's the heaviest thing in the world to the person who's carrying it. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? And, and no one can ever actually balance the weight of someone else's experience because it's not your experience. So that alone. So the thing about it is, I, I know that I was hand I was and I looked for the promises and one of the promises is that I'm never going to be given more than I can handle. So that means that it was okay for me. Maybe not for you. You couldn't have done it, but I could have done half stuff you did. You see, um, what you made it through. That's why it's good for us to know each other and do what we're doing here. Share the conversation. Um, so anyway, all those homes in foster care, the 14 year drug addiction, incarcerations, homelessness, suicide attempts, about seven or eight. Just all kinds of things. But you know what? There were never any traumas. There were never any. They were, they were, there were traumatic experiences. But the thing about it is, there weren't ever traumas because traumatic experiences are just a portal. They're a portal where it's the entry point for a future blessing to come in that is now born into the process of becoming. Because our passion is on one side of the road, our, our purpose is on the other side of the road. It's a two-lane highway, but we are the yellow line straight down the middle, and we hold the paintbrush that paints patience throughout our experience. Because you have to wait on it. Every great wine has to be aged. You know what I mean? Everything has its time and place. And so, you know, you know, so there aren't any bad things. Every like when you were three or four, whatever I went through as little me, I was a different person once, you know, before they took me from our home after my mom died, I was Larry Dixon from the moment I was born until 11 when they came in and my mom died on a Wednesday, the next Tuesday, they walked in and said, you're not Larry Dixon. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, you were never really legally adopted. Adopted? I didn't even know about that part. And everybody in my family is looking the other way. No one will look at me. You know, and they said, well, actually, you were a backdoor deal between two African-American women in 1962. It wasn't legal. But your real name is Lauren Harris. And um, here's a trash bag. You got about 20 minutes because I got some other stops this morning. Um, and whatever you can fit in that bag is what you can take. We got to go. See, and, and that story right there in and of itself, that destroys people. 
there are people, you know, and, and I'll, I'll tell you from my own personal experience, my little brother, he was, he was adopted. We adopted him when he was like three years old and, and, and he never got over it. I mean, he was murdered two years ago and, and throughout, throughout his life, he could never get past the fact that he had two loving parents, that he had a brother, two brothers that, that cared about him. He was all, he always felt like there was that they had something unanswered and he could never break free of that. He went through similar drug addiction problems and gangs and a lot of those things. And he could never find a way out, but you did, you went beyond that, 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 the, I mean, you had points where you hit ultimate lows. You said you had multiple suicide attempts, but you found a way out. There was a light that helped find your way out. Like, when did you realize that I wanted something different? That what I was doing was something that was detrimental and I could do more and I could do better and I can accomplish more. Can I say something about that part about uh, found my way out? I didn't. That's what way, that's that's what took that's where I spent most of 40 years. Trying to get something out. See, here's the thing. Most of those when you don't see it in, through the right lens. You're looking for falsehoods. You're looking for things that aren't real. You can't catch something that doesn't exist. So you can't leave or get out of something that really never existed. Count it all joy is one of the promises. Count it all joy. And it, so it wasn't a matter of me getting out. It was a matter of what I allowed in. Mm. That's when it changed. That's when it all came together. That's when it all began to make sense through one door and that door is from every direction. That's because everything should be looked at because it is sent to us from top to bottom, bottom to top, side to side, side to side, corner to corner and corner to corner. Nothing that is purposeful comes from any one direction or any one purpose. It is everywhere in everything at all times. But when they're letting, you know, you, you're talking about letting things in, but it could have easily, you, you spent a lot of time letting things in that were, that weren't beneficial in your life. That's right. Good point. Good point. See, I knew it was something about you. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Because you know what? 14 year drug addiction. I was like, oh, and then, you know, oh, that's just like you. Oh, that's not like airline. Everybody knows somebody, maybe even themselves. But here's the deal. I now know that I never was addicted to drugs. I was truly addicted to my abuse of the art of invitation. I abused inviting things. I Every time I picked up to use, it was because I chose it. So I invited it in. In I in being the operative word, I brought it in where everything that is a safeguard, everything that creates legacy, opens the door to destiny, promise, and all the things that keep us vested in ourselves and others live within there. The soul is in there. Memories that are in there. Dreams are in there. My vital organs are in there. In, 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 in. But there's also instinct, intuity, intuitiveness, introspect, insight, intelligence. All of those and more in there. And the only way something can get to them, because this is the sanctuary. 
This is the body. All these other things are the limbs. If this dies, they all go with it. Mm-hmm. Just like our businesses. Mm-hmm. Your name, your character is the body. Go wrong with that. That's why mm-hmm. we have a 27 club. All right. When you started to make choices that were better for you, you started to make choices that invited opportunities. You started to make choices that opened doors, windows, uh, roofs. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you had a different life. What happened? You know, what, tell me a little bit about that life because now it's a different story. You, yeah. know, you started doing a lot of other things. You got so much memorabilia behind you that is proof that you made different choices. What yeah. was that life like? Well, you know what I say to people about that memorabilia and stuff. When I when it first started, I really was like, oh my, I needed validation, I thought. But suddenly, again, from all directions, the truth of it, its existence, found its way into my spirit. For instance, now I, 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 I'm, my eye is drawn more to right here, you know, or over here where this calendar is, because that's really empty space. I get up and I look at that and I wonder what can I do today to create something that can hang there tomorrow. Hmm. That's what those things remind me is possible. Because I, I I need those things to occupy space, to sit in the front row seats of my life because for decades I gave tickets to anything that promised anything. And I got nowhere. And so these things, what they really, they're manifestation uh, reminders because every one of those things began over there as a post it note. When it didn't make sense to me, when I didn't feel like writing, when I was like, why do I have to care about something like that? I just got this. I'm on top of every side of the spectrum is on that wall. And all of those things found themselves because at first it was an utterance, it was a thought an original thought. And because they, I allow them, I put them in front of me to remind me where they come from. And if my if my sponsoring thought is of love, those, and I and I think it here and I bring it out, I write it even on a post-it note. And I love post-it notes because I've never put a post-it note on top of a post-it note. I don't want any of those to get hidden by anything. I don't want them on my desk where they can fall into the trash can or get flipped over on a, on a, on a tablet or stuffed into the wrong file. I put them where they're in front of me whether they make sense or not because my content doesn't come from me it comes mm-hmm. through me and so i have to pick up every passenger that comes on that train every single one whether i was expecting them or not because everything works within patience it totally does and you know one of the best things i've come across when it comes to meeting people is a podcast like this right yeah. i've been able to meet so many different people with so many different walks of life and so many different stories that they're all inspirational in their own way who are some of the people that you have been able to meet that have helped you become more inspirational that help add to your story that help motivate you to make a difference in other people's lives you and James, I work from the most current life that I'm living out. When I get asked a question like that, I don't try to reach back into the recesses. I know that my greatest content, my greatest truths come from the life I'm currently living or have most recently lived. 
and I mean it. From the moment you came into my show today, you've been pouring into my world. I carried that with me through the day in anticipation of being here tonight. So it was a bridge even then. And now when I came in, I see your great graphics and all the great creativity and all of this, I have to reach to what is closest because the next moment isn't promised to anyone. I wanna make sure I thank the thing closest to me. I may have thanked something from five years ago, 500 times already. The truth never changes. So why do I have to keep saying it over and over and over? Look for the place where you haven't been grateful for yet. You haven't said what you just heard yet. That is what makes, that is the grout that lies between all of the components, the thought, the post-it note, the manifestation, what you do with the manifestation, who you allow to sit in the front row seats of your life, how you allow words that deceive to come from you and or at you. All of these things are tiles, a mosaic, if you will. And our, our, our covenant are the renewing of your vow with what got you here, brought you here, keeps you here, takes you to wherever is next. You convene with that and that creates a grout hold all of those things in place because the soul has come here to evolve. So, so when you, when you think about the past, right, a lot of the past is what holds or what uh, has, I guess, defined who we were, but you like to live in who we are. Then what place does the future have for you? If, if we're living in the moment and we're enjoying the people that we have, that we're the experiences that we're having at the moment, the the relationships that we that we develop, and who we're deciding to spend our time with today, right now at this moment. What does the future play for you? Well, first of all, you know everything that we've ever lived was there to define, not to define us, but to refine us. Mm. That's that's what it was. You know, when kids bullied and said you're trash, I saw you move into that house. You carried all your stuff in a garbage bag. That didn't define me if I didn't allow it to. I have to give it permission. I have to invite it to sit in that seat. There are only so many in the front row. And when we're on stage, which is every day of our lives that we're breathing and living and contributing and taking, we're on stage and the spotlight is on us. And if you've ever been on a stage, you know you really can't see much beyond that front row. And you know, when you get to a point in your life, those intersections that force you to choose, way. They call them forks in the road. It's got to be one or the other. That's the best time to start t doing ticket stub checks. Can I see your ticket stub, please? You might be surprised that there are people sitting in the front row that you're staring at every moment of your time on stage. And they're not even supposed to be there. They're supposed to be in the nosebleed section or center, eight rows back or might even find once in a while that there's someone in there that's in the wrong show altogether. And so, you know, for me, this whole thing is just so incredibly wonderful, simplistic and, and, and difficult, soft and hard, loud and soft. It's everything and from every direction all at once. It's the best of the best It's the worst of the worst because they all are the same. There is no worse. There is no better. You know, I used to get up every day and, and, and spend half a day trying to figure out where all of the 26 letters in the alphabet were so I could write my page in history. 
until I came to a point where I realized all my scars were stories underneath. They looked like hearts under there waiting for me to give them permission to beat. It was proof that there was healing immediately. It was with me all along. But I spent too much time covering, trying to cover them up, hide them because of shame or low self-esteem or mindset of scarcity. I don't deserve it. It doesn't happen to people or kids like me. And then the day came where I realized I'm a whistle stop. All of this stuff came to me on its way through me. Look what happened when I took my hands off the wheel. When I said, you know, it's not of me, it's through me. And I just, you know, I love what, I just love when I meet people like you and James and, and all the others out there, even those who don't have podcasts and a blog or anything, but you're those people in the grocery store where even behind a mask, I can see you smiling. Mm -hmm. Where I see you acknowledge me from behind a mask when I feel visible to the world and I just came off the air 10 minutes ago. Everything I felt when I was a kid in that in there with 22 mothers, I can, I have still felt today. Because all the things that caused that are still with us today. But all the things that brought me out of that are with me today with you. You know, so it's just it's just a wonderful thing. This is one of the and I really believe that right now is the greatest time ever in history to be alive. Everything is poured into this moment. All of the things and sacrifices that your generation, uh, your, your lineage, your family, all the people back that the stories are told about in all of our families, they got all of us here. And we are responsible for getting who's in front of us there. Mm. And now I know that I'm really a part of it. You know, when you your are your story, the things that, you know, you think that it, it, if you ever, if anybody ever knew this about me, you know, uh, if they really knew what it felt like, you know, uh, you know, if I, maybe they wouldn't be so mean if they knew just a week ago my mom died, you know, they'd understand the trash bag and, you know, all the things that yeah, I carried that trash bag, but that woman didn't blink handing me a trash bag. But did she know that for the next 40 years, I would still have that trash bag with me? Not literally, but figuratively. And I would reach in hoping something inside changed. And it never did because it wasn't about what was in that bag that she gave me. It was about what was inside this vehicle that creation gave me. Man, Lauren, that's some... I mean that's that's truth. That's really what it is. It's truth. The 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 emotion, the feeling, the story, the life, it's truth. It's the vulnerability that people are willing to express yeah. where people are able to connect. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I talk about this all the time. You know, we we're going through an era where they have blue versus red, you know, black versus white, so many different things that are being projected upon you. If you just took the time to have a conversation with people, you can see that we're human, that we all have these vulnerabilities, that we all have these feelings, that we all have these, you know, joys in life that we're all trying to achieve things to better ourselves and better the family around us. We're all trying to do those things. If we have conversations with people, 
That's right. You can see that you can you can make those things happen. You realize they're not blue, they're not red, they're not black, they're not white. They're people. That's right. They're just people. That's right. Lauren, before we head out, I mean, what a powerful message, first of all. Uh, people want to get a hold of you. They want to talk to you. They want to reach out and listen to your show. They want to get coaching. How can they get a hold of you? Well, the best way is uh, you can email me, which is Lauren Michaels Harris. My name is in everything. It's just Lauren Michaels Harris at Gmail, Lauren Michaels Harris dot com. Huh, you know, um, at Lauren Michaels Harris gets you to all of my other, you know, Instagrams and Pinterest and all of the others, Tumblr, anything. It gets you anywhere, LinkedIn even. So, um, and, you know, um, my phone number is all over the internet. So all you got to do is, you know, friend me. Just friend me. I'd rather you do that. If you really want to talk and you really want to uh, share with me, I want you to pour into me like I hope to pour into you. So, you know, friend me. Let's start there. And um, I just want to say thank you uh, before we get out of here um, for this opportunity. It's nice to come from uh, the other side of the table every now and then uh, to remember why you went and asked for a seat at the table in the first mm. place. So it's very important to me. And you said something really important just now when you were uh, this last pass that you made. Um, and it is, it's my last thing I want to say to you guys. Uh, if you forget everything else I've said to you, I would hope that you each remember that we are never in competition with each other. Never. We're not above or below. We should be beside each other. We're not in competition with each other. We are in competition. with It is the only competitor that has beaten every single human since the beginning of time. So whatever it is you were brought here to do, Believe in your own never-ending story and help someone else believe in theirs. Someone, someone, somewhere, if one out of a million gets through, even that is more than enough to change this world. So. Man, you're absolutely right. Try Time. to make the world a better place. That's yeah, so good. That's how we do it. We got like a stock thing there. It's if you put these together, just how do you, I gotta find, that's good. Oh man, I'm telling you, one of the, one of the things James and I did have always been fans of growing up is movies. And so when we're doing our show, we're like, dude, every time in real life when we're having a conversation, we'll complete a sentence with a movie clip. Why don't we do it on the show? And so that's I love it. I love it. And I just love your show. I really, really do. Bravo. That's all. Brilliant. 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 Well, tell me a little bit, you know, before we head out, tell me a little bit about, about uh, E360 TV. What is that? Oh, oh. E360 TV, that's my family. That's, uh, you know, I was doing, uh, I don't know, four, five, six hundred speeches a year from the stage uh, before COVID. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And thank God for E360 TV. I've been with them um, in one way or another. I have an album. So uh, my distribution deal for the last three years has been with them. And then last year, they started the live stream side of the table. And um, I was blessed enough to be invited over. And since then, I've become an associate for the network. So uh, it's just a great place for uh, people with, uh, you know, um, small pockets, um, large voices, huge messages, and everything in between. Uh, it's a place to be heard and uh, to hear others. Uh, and it's a family. And it's just one of the greatest blessings I've ever been swimming around in. Uh, in a long, long time, because uh, I'm used to, I'm the kind of person mostly in my life, uh, I've worked for myself. There've always been my things. And uh, this is 
one of the, it is the best, not one of, it is the very best experience working with a team of people under someone else's umbrella with the freedom of what it feels like in what I do of my own every day. There's no difference. I didn't even know that was possible. So that's what I want to say about E360. So great content if that's what you're looking for. If you have a message and uh, you want a platform that can get you out to, uh, you know, 750,000 screens a day, then talk to us. We do a demo night free of charge, of course, every every uh, uh, Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Central. So if you're interested, let me know and I'll get you in on that. Awesome. Yeah, we're definitely going to have a conversation there because uh, we've been doing our show. One of the things James and I talked about for 2021 was uh, we had some we had a, a, a young 27 year old millionaire attorney come on the show who's wow. pumping out great content. Right. Because we believe that as long as you're putting out content every single day, yeah. you are going to start to build a brand. So right. really quick, ladies and gents, quick plug. If you're not posting every day and you're questioning, like, how do I do that? It's really easy. All you got to do is go to businessbros.biz slash done for you. We're going to sit down. We're going to have a 30-minute conversation. I'm going to interview you. So I'm going to pull out all that good content out of you, all the stuff that's important to your product, your service, what you're doing for people out there, those people that are that you're helping. We're going to get all that information from you in one 30-minute sitting, and then we're going to create all the content you need for the entire month. So you don't have to say, what do I post? We're going to provide that all for you. So all you got to do is go to businessbros.biz slash done for you and get that stuff squared away. Now, wow. that being said, that being said, we do talk, we, we are going to have a conversation about E360 TV because James and I were talking to this 27 year old millionaire uh, attorney. And he basically told us, he's like, look, you guys have an, a tremendous show. You have great energy. You have great, uh, all your graphics, all this cool stuff. He's like, but not enough people know about you. And he said, I know, he's like, I don't know anything about your financials, but I can tell you this, you're not spending any money on promoting yourself. And I was like, you are absolutely right. That was a, a nice slap to the face, but it was the truth, right? We're growing organically and organically we've been growing pretty good. Yeah. So it's time to put some money behind what you're doing. Gotta, you you got to invest in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what it is? It's like this. You don't have to, I look at all my, all the different brands. I have, I have seven that they're like bobbers, you know, if I'm fishing. So I don't have to sit there and watch them. I love when I can work within a, a realm where uh, I can put them out, I can lay back, I can cook up some food or whatever. And and if the bell rings because one of the bobbers went under, I'm right there. But I don't have to, you know what I mean? It's like if you have a bunch of pots on the stove, E360 or any opportunity that gives you what I'm speaking of, uh, it, you know, it feels like there's something in the middle that stirs. You do this once and it stirs all the others. That's when it gets good because everything is interconnected as purpose truth, all those, wouldn't that make sense? Right. It's leverage. Yeah. It's leverage. Leveraging. Yeah. Monetizing. And, and then the joy part, you know, of, of the people you meet and, and, and their integrity based and just all the good stuff. Cause you know what I mean? And come on now, not everybody out there is for the right thing. Did we learn nothing from him and Tammy Faye Baker? You know what I'm saying? Right. Hey. A lot of people are, you know what I'm saying? So you, your, your GPS, your, 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 GPS, which is based to the truth and integrity and things, that sucker's got to be uh, updated daily. Daily. Daily, you got to update that thing. Right. Ain't no joke. Because listen, when you're asking for what is greater than you to give you access into the hearts and minds of people, you have access to their soul. Oh, yeah. It's always yeah. been about the soul. Who's going to get that soul? 
Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's why, again, that's what you do when you're connecting with people. You're making a soul-to-soul connection, right? right. It's, you don't sell – I heard we had a guest on the show that said you don't sell B2B. You don't sell B2C. You sell H2H. You sell human-to-human, that's right? right? That's the connection we make. All right, ladies and gents. Hey. Dude, we had a great show today. What a great week on the Business Bros Podcast. We're looking forward to seeing you again next week. So again, ladies and gents, make sure you guys check out Lauren Michael Harris. It's really simple. Lauren Michaels Harris at .com or at Gmail or at Lauren Michaels Harris uh, for all his information. And, uh, and again, thank you very much for coming on the show. We'll see you guys again on Monday next week. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation. Or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.